Hello everyone, welcome back to the Two Point Podcast, where our conversion rate is always 100%. I'm Craig and I'm joined by Nate. How are we doing today, guys? And we're going to be talking some more head coach hirings. This time it's going to be Brandon Stadley of the Los Angeles Chargers and Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions. So these were two pretty interesting hires. They're both two younger gentlemen, and Brandon Staley's 38, Dan Campbell's 44. And we're going to start off with the Chargers side. So Brandon Staley, head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. Most recently was the Rams defensive coordinator. Before that, he worked under Vic Fangio in both Chicago and Denver as the outside linebacker coach. It's pretty interesting. He's only had four years of NFL experience coaching, but he had a pretty decent run as a college coach as well, uh, mainly on the defensive side of the ball. He did play quarterback at the University of Dayton in his playing days as well. So a little bit of experience on that side of the ball too. Hopefully that helps Justin Herbert out just a little bit. Uh, I think this is a pretty good hiring overall. Got a chance to watch his press conference earlier today. Was really, really impressed with that. Very well-mannered, well-respected guy. Not too much bad I can say about him. The only question you have is that one year as a coordinator. Maybe it was a year too early for him, but I think it's a guy, you know, that can come in, kind of right to ship, fix that defense, the problems that they've had, because they do have a lot of talent on the defensive end, and it just needs a little guidance. The only other thing I got to say about him is he is a very skinny guy when you watch him on the sidelines, so he might get the award for skinniest coach in the NFL. That's funny. Actually, I agree with you. I actually really like him as a coach. He's been coaching since 2006, so, I mean, he's got a lot of years of at least some experience, mostly, like you said, the college level, but still, you know, when it comes down to the mechanics of the game, I feel like it can uh, help put your team in a, you know, in a more disciplined approach to the game, so... I actually really think he's going to do really well for that defense, like you said. Uh, having run the, as a defensive coordinator for the Rams last year, I thought he did really well, kind of helping those guys out because they had a phenomenal year. I was really high on their defense this year, and I'm pretty sure your dad was as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He also had a lot of playmakers there as well. I feel like they have the exact same kind of mentality when it comes to the players that they have there with the Chargers, so I'm excited to see what he's going to do to help, obviously, kind of just approach how they, uh, they coach there. Yes, sir. And oh, the best part about it for him being the Chargers head coach is he doesn't even have to move; stays in the same city. Yeah, literally, <clears throat> that's fantastic. I mean, you couldn't obviously have a a better situation where you get a promotion and live in the same house, essentially. Mm-hmm. I bet his family's happy about that one. But we're gonna look at some of the assistant coaches for him. So the offensive coordinator is going to be Joe Lombardi. He was most recently the Saints quarterback coach. He had two years of being the offensive coordinator for the Lions as well. And I think it's a pretty good hire here. Obviously, Joe Lombardi is the grandson of Vince Lombardi, the famous Packers head coach. I know you're a fan of that one. Yeah, 100%. And I actually agree with you. I really like him as a hire there. Yep. Uh, definitely a guy that's had a lot of experience coaching overall, both at the college and mm-hmm. NFL level. I think it's be somebody good to come in, work with Justin Herbert, work with this offense overall. Frank Smith comes over. As the run game coordinator, he's 39 years old. He was most recently the Raiders tight end coach. Shane Day comes over as the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. He was most recently the 49ers quarterbacks coach. Uh, a little bit of experience there overall. Chris Beattie comes in as the wide receiver coach. He was most recently the wide receivers coach for the University of Pittsburgh. He's had a long career, mainly coaching at the college level. This will be is actually 
his first NFL job. He also was a pretty successful high school coach before coaching at the college level as well. So nice to see a guy like that taking a step up. Oddly enough, they do not have an offensive line coach hired yet, but they do have an assistant line coach hired, and that is Sean Surrett. He was the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line coach the last few years. And then on the defensive side of the ball, we got first-time defensive coordinator, Ronaldo Hill. He is the Broncos defensive backs coach. He played in the NFL. He was actually a seventh-round pick. Played in the league for 10 years, so a lot of experience there. I think this is a good hire for them. I talked about him a little bit in my YouTube video that I did when I talked about the hire of Brandon Staley, and I thought at the time he was going to be the guy who ended up being hired as the defensive coordinator, and that's actually what happened, so I think it's a great hire there. You know, it'll be real interesting to see him in his role on this team. Then Giff Smith was the defensive line coach. He was retained from the previous staff. Joe Barry comes over from the Rams as well. He is going to be the pass game coordinator and the linebackers coach. He has previously been a defensive coordinator at the NFL level two different times. I believe it was with the Lions and the Washington football team. So a lot of experience there to help with some of the younger guys on this staff. He was most recently the assistant head coach and linebackers coach for the Los Angeles Rams. Defensive backs coach is going to be Derek Ansley. He's 39 years young. He most recently was the University of Tennessee's defensive coordinator and defensive backs coach. So a guy stepping into the NFL level. Defensive quality control coach is going to be Isaac Schumacher. And then special teams coach is Darius Swinton who most recently was the Arizona Cardinals assistant special teams coach. So a lot of guys there, a lot of mix. Honestly, some guys that have some more experience, some guys that are younger, not as much experience at the NFL level. Pretty good staff overall, I think, though. I really agree with you. I 100% like the direction they're going. Uh, obviously, just how they uh, built their, both of their coordinators' positions to be much more balanced, much more focused. Um, and then obviously coming from the schemes that they've obviously had experience under. I agree with you. This is definitely uh, going to set up a written to be successful and then obviously maybe help out that defense, get a little bit more consistency. Because Herbert essentially balled out this year. It was a defense that really struggled to a lot of the staying games. Yes, sir. And I know a lot of Chargers fans really want to see Pep Hamilton stay on as quarterback coach. He has since moved on to be the quarterback's coach of the Houston Texans, so that makes me happy. I really was vying for him to get another offensive coordinator job. Obviously, he was the Colts offensive coordinator with Andrew Luck for a little while. And then before last year, he was actually the head coach, GM of the XFL team, the D.C. Defenders. So best of luck to him overall. But I think Shane Day, you know, Joel Lombardi, they're going to be able to help Justin Herbert quite a bit as well. Yeah, I'm like you said earlier when we were going into talking about him, I'm a huge fan of Joel Lombardi. Obviously not just because of, you know, the family connection with all of us fans, but in general, it just has his coaching ability. So I agree with you. I think this team has a lot of upside at the coaching uh, standpoint, and I'm excited to see him kind of mesh and kind of mold this team moving forward. Yep, it will be a, definitely a couple interesting years for the Chargers. As you know, they try to compete against the Kansas City Chiefs in that division. You know, obviously the Chiefs are the top dog, but if the Chargers can get things right, they're going to be up there. That's true. But we'll transition over to the Lions side now. So the Lions hired Dan Campbell. He's a former player, former tight end in the NFL for, I believe, about 11 years or so. He was most recently the Saints assistant head coach and tight ends coach. 
Once upon a time, he was the interim head coach for the Miami Dolphins. Kind of a surprise move there after Joe Philbin was fired. Went 5-7 and seven with that team. You know, a really high energy, high... A guy that's like, we're going to work harder than everybody else, you know. Essentially, we're going to do more up-downs, all the little things that you need to do. You know, that's great. It's an interesting hire. I think he's a guy that really wanted the job, and that's why he got this one. He told his agent, you know, going in the offseason, make sure I get interviewed for that Detroit Lions job. And he did, but it was the only interview he had this coaching cycle. So we'll see how it ends up working out, you know. He definitely understands this city, you know, playing there for three years. And I think he's a guy that's going to come in, bring a lot of, you know, demeanor, get this team kind of straightened up a little bit. Obviously, his predecessor, Matt Patricia, could not do that. But I have some concerns with this as well. Just, you know, those those coaches that come in demanding the most out of you, sometimes players don't react the best to that over a long period of time. It might work for a year or two, and then players kind of get run down. just depends on who they bring in, new bodies, and all that stuff too. Plus the fact that they're going to have to develop a new quarterback at some point in time. It's probably not going to be Jared Goff long-term, I assume. And, you know, they're going to have a lot of young players coming in here as well. So a lot of this is going to be how he develops this team overall and how his assistants do that as well. Learning under Sean Payton for a couple of years, I think, is going to help him and hopefully knows when to put his foot on the gas and when to pull it off a little bit so he doesn't wear guys out too much. Yeah, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with that one, to be honest with you. Like, being done with Sean Payton, you obviously know the type of style that he's going to want to bring up to uh, Detroit. Obviously, he wanted this position. I think watching it, you know, his his announcement to be the head coach, just listening to that speech, was, <laughs> and uh, it was just really funny. And he pretty much just enthralls the, the city of Detroit and their fan base for the most part. So he obviously knows what it's like to be – to be someone from Detroit that's lived there and obviously played there. He understands his city and understands his fan base. So I, I, I see him bringing that gritty style and hopefully being able to at least address those issues on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously Stafford being traded this uh, this week, pretty much Jared Goff and some uh, picks involved. I feel like they're trying to take that step to move forward to help build and kind of maybe fix some holes in here. I feel like with the offense that he's going to be bringing, obviously with the combination of his offensive coordinator, I feel like Swift might have a, a lot more play going forward and obviously Hawkinson as well, just because of the type of mentality that they ran down in uh, New Orleans. So I agree with you. Me personally, I think I really like this this hire because it's good to see someone that wants to be somewhere. They'll put a lot more passion into it and maybe kind of uh, bring to life Detroit a little bit of life that pretty much only Matthew Stafford has been able to do for them throughout the last, you know, his pretty much his entire career. Yeah, and... That was a very interesting press conference. Hopefully, in the future, he learns to be a little bit more direct with his answers because they'd ask him a question and he'd go on five minutes and you kind of wonder where he's going. But good yeah. personality, at least, you know. And he's out there saying we're going to bite some kneecaps. I drank a, I drank a big old thing of coffee before I got here. And... <laughs> he's a character, I think at he's least. Kind of corny. He's just hilarious. He's like a big-hearted guy. It's got a corny attitude. I feel like he wears the emotions on his sleeve a little bit, so I feel like he matches that type of personality of Detroit, like of the fan base, essentially. Yep. Uh, but for the assistant coaches, I think you got a good batch coming in here. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is the assistant head coach and running backs coach, Deuce Staley. He is formerly the assistant head coach and the running backs coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. He obviously played for the Eagles as a running back for a while in the NFL, was a pretty good NFL running back. 
definitely a guy that's experienced, you know, coming in here. I think he's going to work with DeAndre Swift to really make an impact on his game as well. There was a kind of a falling out with him and the Eagles. You know, he thought he was going to be the head coach, and then the Eagles went another direction. So he decided to move on from the team. I think it's a great move picking him up. Anthony Lynn, offensive coordinator, formerly the Chargers head coach. We just talked about the Chargers. How about that? <laughs> I think he's going to be a pretty good offensive coordinator. He wasn't a very good head coach, especially in time management, but calling an offense, I think he'll do pretty well with that. I'm trying to put Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson in the best position to succeed, and hopefully they bring in some young, talented wide receivers, get somebody in free agency because they ain't got nobody coming back besides Quintez Cephas. Yep. Mark Brunel is going to step in as the quarterback coach. This is actually his first NFL coaching job. He was a high school coach before. He supposedly has worked at the NFL Combine, working with some of the quarterbacks there. So at least he has a little bit of experience in that regard. But it will be real interesting to see how he does in that regard. It's also interesting because he was a left-handed quarterback. So teaching right-handed quarterbacks how to throw and all that stuff, everything's a little bit backwards to him. The tight end coach is going to be Ben Johnson. And there's really no information out there about him. Uh, offensive line coach is Hank Fraley. He is a former offensive lineman in the NFL, played about 10 seasons there. He actually was retained from the prior staff. Offensive assistant is going to be Tanner Engstrand. Probably saying that one wrong. Definitely have no <laughs> idea how to say that. But no information about him for previous experience, but definitely a lower level assistant there. On the defensive side of the ball, we got a lot of guys to talk about here. Starts off with Aaron Glenn. 48 years old, first-time defensive coordinator, previously the defensive backs coach for the New Orleans Saints. He comes over with Dan Campbell straight from that Saints coaching tree, and he's a former Pro Bowl cornerback in the NFL level. Most notably played with the New York Jets and the Houston Texans. I really wish him a bunch of success being a former Texan, and I think he's going to do a good job here. I think he's going to help build this defense overall, really help out these young guys in their secondary Show them the tricks of the trade, honestly, and just implement a defense that's going to be competent at all levels. They can only get better. Can't get any worse. Let's put it that way. Uh, linebacker coach <laughs> Kelvin Shepard. He's actually a former NFL linebacker, played in the league for about nine years or so, and he retired a couple years ago, but there's really no coaching experience related to him. So kind of interesting hiring a linebacker coach, a young guy, 33 years old. So... Be real interesting fit there. They did bring in an inside linebacker coach as well in Mark DeLone. He's the former Bears inside linebacker coach. He's also 33 years old. And he's real interesting because he started coaching at like 19 or 20 as a student assistant at the University of Iowa. And at first I thought maybe he played there, you know, kind of had a career-ending injury. But it sounded like he's kind of always been a coach. Uh, so interesting name there as well. Pass game coordinator and defensive backs coach is going to be Aubrey Pleasant. He played at the University of Wisconsin, went undrafted, then kind of started out his coaching career. Most recently, he was the Rams cornerback coach. So the Rams have lost quite a few assistants this, this cycle, honestly. And then the senior defensive assistant is going to be Don Capers. Obviously, he's been around the NFL for forever. He was the Houston Texans head coach, Carolina Panthers head coach, defensive coordinator for a lot of teams, including your Green Bay Packers. Yep. And... He was a senior defensive assistant last year with the Vikings as well. You know, with this young staff coming in, 
he's going to be the older guy, the veteran guy that kind of helped direct them in the right direction. And then last but not least, we got the special teams coordinator, Dave Phipp. Most recently, he was the Eagles special teams coordinator. So guy that's got experience there to come in and kind of help him out. I, I agree with you. I really like how they're building this entire team as a cohesive unit, essentially. Like Aaron Glenn, obviously, he's going to be fantastic on the defensive side of the ball, which, like we said, they uh, they need a lot of help on that side of the ball. Obviously, Capers being in that system as well. He's got a lot of success with his type of schemes that he can build up. And I feel like those two paired together are going to get a full picture of a good way to build a defense here. I feel like that almost might be an overhaul time. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Either way, I just I'm excited about this new Detroit team. Obviously, being a Packers fan, I just I always am intrigued by how other uh, franchises in our division uh, build their build their teams all around. You got to pay attention to them because you play them twice a year. So I do like this way that they're going, and I uh, I hope for better success this year for them. Yeah, definitely, and I think it'll be real interesting to see if they bring in a veteran defense line coach since that position is still mm-hmm. vacant, especially with the other defense positional coaches being pretty young too. Somebody to kind of stabilize their presence as well. Uh, no names really come to my mind at this point in time, but you know, having that other veteran there with Dom Capers to help direct these younger guys as well and just build an overall good defensive line. I think they have a lot of revamping to do on that defense. Kind of talked to you about it last night, but yeah. besides Trey Flowers, Nick Williams, Jeff Akuda, everybody else on that defense is probably replaceable at this point in time. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I just I don't think that they've even been an NFL's uh, style of defense the last couple of years. So I feel like it's time that we need to fix from the last staff that was there and obviously move forward. He who should not be named for all you Detroit fan base fans out there. It's definitely going to be an interesting rebuild in Detroit. They have a relevantly young, good offensive line at this point in time. They have a good young tight end. They have a good young running back. Quarterback of the future is still up in the air. They're going to need some wide receivers and revamp that defense. So it's going to be... You know, Detroit fans, be patient. This is going to be a two, three-year process. But if you get it right, it's going to be really right. It's true. And like I said, like just bringing in Goff now, like obviously their first major move that they've done, they've I think like that they've actually kind of kind of tried to push towards that rebuild. They acquired those extra picks, and and Jared Goff is like he's the that'll do quarterback. And like you and I say all the time, each week when we look at a, a player's performance, we always compare him to Jared Goff. Like he's just consistent, he is what he is kind of thing. So he's not good, but he's not bad. They, they're they doing the right step to help to help start that rebuild. Yeah. And more about acquiring Jared Goff, I think the way you look at the Stafford trade is this. The Rams traded a first-round pick and a third-round pick for Matthew Stafford. Trade one. Trade two, they traded Jared Goff in a first-round pick to get rid of his contract. And something notable, too, is in their front office now is John Dorsey. He was the Browns' manager, or was the Browns' GM when they traded for Brock Osweiler in the second-round pick when the Texans traded him away to dump that contract off. So it's a very similar deal in that terms. Obviously, Goff was owed more money than Osweiler was. That's why he got a first-round pick instead of a second-round pick. So definitely interesting tactic there. And Brad Evans, the GM now, he worked with the Rams previously. He was involved in their scouting department. So this is a guy that knows Jared Goff really well. Maybe he thinks they can fix him. It's true. Or maybe they just weren't utilizing him efficiently and he knows how to use him, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. I, I was excited about it. Obviously, we thought that Stafford was going to potentially go to the 49ers, but obviously they wish him best down there with, uh, with the Rams. But Goff in this system with Dan Campbell and how just like him being in that offensive mind with Sean Payton and, and working next to Drew Brees, you know, 
like just being able to understand that offensive mentality with obviously comparing to what Goff does and has done in that, you know, McVay system that essentially has been utilized in other coaching staff across the entire league. So I'm excited to see how the offense is going to be shaped moving forward for them. Yeah, for sure. But these are definitely two interesting coaching hires. Mm -hmm. I really like the Brandon Staley one, kind of mixed on the Dan Campbell one. Hopefully it works out for both organizations. Really just want to see both these guys succeed because they both seem like very good individual. Agreed. Once again, thank you guys for joining us. This was us going over two of the new head coaching hires for this season and Dan Campbell and Brandon Staley with both the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Chargers. Our next episode, we're going to do the Super Bowl preview. So we're going to be talking about the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Kind of our overall thoughts, what we're looking for in that game, who we think is going to end up winning that game. So definitely check that one out as well. The episode after that will recap the Super Bowl. Then the episode after that, we'll be talking about the other two head coaching hires and David Culley and Nick Sirianni as the Houston Texans and Philadelphia Eagles respective head coaching hires. Two interesting names there. Two guys that probably weren't on a lot of lists. These are one of the ones that we were like, huh? And then we had to like, that. okay, we get it, but what? <laughs> yep. Like I said, thank you guys for joining us once again. We hope each and every one of you has a great rest of your day. Hey, stay safe out there, guys. We appreciate you.